I'm not interested in a what? In the BDSM culture. In the what? The BDSM culture. Oh. Where, where a bitch beats you. Oh, Sorry, no. it is a little loud in here, people at home. Apologies. I, I'm definitely not. Why is that? You, I, I can't think of why I would be. Maybe you don't. That, you you know? don't appreciate a little a little choke stroke. Oh, yeah. A little, <laughs> little spice. Yeah, yeah. A little choke stroke. Wait, have, you yeah. Never, yeah. have you never had a girl slap you in the face during sex? It's yes, I did. <laughs> I, yo, I have one time, and it, I didn't know yes, what to I do. Yes, I did. I was just like, that, that fucking happened. That, she really just did that. I've had chicks do almost everything you could think, and that's why I know I don't like that. Okay. Uh, okay, word. Have you had your toe sucked? Yes. Okay. Damn, you said that fast as fuck, bro. Right? You really had your toes. No, but my toes yeah, yeah, no, that, I feel like that's an experience that are, you don't you don't forget. Are you giving that the thumbs up or the thumbs down? The thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs up or the thumbs down for the toe sucking? Uh, one time actually it was special. <laughs> oh wow! Like y'all made yeah. eye contact. It was my first like she yeah, made eye contact. Like every time she sucked your toes under the moonlight. We're so happy that you downloaded. Yo, 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 what's going on out there, world? How we doing and shit? Welcome to Steezy's Trap House. This is your boy, Steezy. It is show number 218. We out in this motherfucker, if you didn't know already. It's a lovely Thursday night. I'm sipping my echinacea tea loaded with honey because your boy's throat has been fucked up for the past few days. Don't know what's happening over here. I caught some type of cooties or... HIV or something. It's it's something along those lines. I'm not quite sure what it is, but we're working through it. We're working through it. Lots of tea over in this bitch. Lots of tea. It is show number 218, and over here across from myself, sitting in the trap house today in studio, this has been a work in progress for a long time. Yeah. It's been something like five or six months, I think. Mm, yeah. Or maybe. When was Secret Garden? Man, I can't. I think it was in April. April? I think so, yeah. Okay, so maybe not six, but like four or five. It's been something, a minute. Something like that. Yeah. But this is what happens when you get two busy motherfuckers together trying to make things happen. You know, sometimes sometimes it, it has to just work out later on down the line. Things will fall into the right places. Mm -hmm. Across from me, sitting in the studio for the first time, we got the homie McKinney Griffin in this bitch. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> what's good bro it's nice. <laughs> how you doing how you doing uh i'm doing good i'm doing good uh like you said finally finally glad to be here and experience oh am i talking in the mic oh yes you gotta like, you eat go. this thing see sounds Man, better sounds better like making out with it yeah just you know, um, get in there yeah i'm doing good bro i'm good. glad to be here man thank you for having me no problem I'm on the show please go ahead and shout out all your social medias music um, any of those things yeah bro. definitely um my social media at least for instagram i keep it stupid easy it's my name mckinney griffin um yeah same with uh twitter well, no twitter's actually mckinney 777 uh i am on facebook even though i give it a little bit less attention um, who, who does give facebook yeah, attention nowadays my mom that shit's washed yeah um uh i'm on everything spotify 
Apple Music, iTunes, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, Google Play, all my stuff is there for the public to behold or yes. listen. Yeah. Behold it. Behold it. Behold yeah. it, public. Yeah. Hold it and be in it. Please and make me increase my my streaming revenue. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. Help a brother out. Over yeah. Here. Come I, on. I think it's like you get point zero 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 seven cents per play. I think the way I saw it broke down in some kind of chart. Wow. So, what a lucrative opportunity. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, I don't have like a million subscribers, but God like, damn. well, that's why we need the viewers like you. If you're listening to my voice, exactly. to go and press play on, yeah, on all on, those. Yeah. Go on to do that, people at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find the show, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, download and subscribe to us and those lovely streaming podcast services. Give us a five-star review while you're there, especially in Apple Podcasts. I need all of the five-star reviews in Apple Podcasts because that shit helps out more than you motherfucking know. If you want to support the show, too, you can support the show through our Amazon link. Go to our shitty-ass website, find the Amazon link, (laughs) and go ahead and bookmark that in your browser because anytime you use that link and you buy shit on Amazon, it doesn't cost you anything extra, and they kick us a little bit of money back. Hmm. Right? It's a win-win fucking situation here. I know that. Hmm. Yeah. Free for you. I get paid. Come on. Help a brother out. <laughs> the lights stay on. Yes. <laughs> You're already going to buy shit on Amazon in the first place. It, yeah. It only makes sense. Facts. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Represent.com. You can buy a t-shirt or a blouse if you'd like. I prefer the blouses myself. I'm a blouse guy. Mm. How, about, how about you? Uh, I don't do blouses, bro. No, no blouses. No, man. I gotta keep it. I gotta keep it manly over here. Oh, oh, yeah. that's what we're doing. Nowadays. That's what we're doing. Okay. I mean, you enough. do your thing over there. Fair blouses. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually not doing blouses, but I am at the very head of what I guarantee will be the newest fashion trend, probably in the next five to ten years. What? Tall tees are coming back, baby. Tall tees. Tall tees are back. That's what tall I'm saying. Tall tees are. Like back well, currently now today. I don't know if they're like back back like that. Like we're talking tall tees that go to your knees type shit. I okay, wait, wait, I haven't wait, seen wait, wait. any of those yet. There's there's tall tees, which I think is like what they called it like a long time ago. And then what I I think the phrase is long line tees. Long line. Long tees? yeah, long line tees. I think is the the technical. That's some gentrified t- shit yeah, right there, bro. It's the, this the fashion world is like no. saying it. Yeah, like when you I, I literally brought my first three like at Cotton On shameless plug, um, <laughs> <laughs> um like a couple of days ago, and uh-huh. like it said in the little thing, long line tee. The thing about it is, it's like I'm like six foot two and some change, so it just looks like a regular freaking t shirt. Yep. You know what I mean? I was like, what the heck? But like I think like you know you've seen them where it's just like, wait, is it a, is it a skirt? Is it a shirt? Yep. shirt skirt and you know what I mean I don't know it's like somewhere in between there but it's like long and it goes like telling to your like lower thigh oh yeah buddy thing. oh yeah yeah I kind of like them personally I definitely I used like to I used to be a very large rocker of the tall tees back in my high school days as in like you were large no I just like wore 3x 4x shirts oh okay. all the fucking time oh okay I was and like dang you lost a lot of weight it was inter- oh no hell no I've, <laughs> I've never I've never had weight at all I, okay. I cannot gain weight to save my life yeah shit don't work like that I'm kind of there um yeah so the tw- the fucking tall tees were weird for me kind of back in the day mm-hmm. because as a skater I was in a skater crew and around this time this is when 
women's pants for dudes is very, very popular for skaters. Women's pants for dudes. Did Back you never then? you never saw this this phase of skateboarding? Women's, no. Oh yeah, that was a huge thing for like no. all of the two thousands. Like those that first decade of the two thousands, it was pants. nothing but girl pants, yeah. I I was must have been asleep. Oh man, the the I tight didn't see that one. the tight pants were very real, mm-hmm. very real. Mm-hmm. And needless to say, as the only colored kid in my little crew of skate skate people, because I'm from up North Florida, mm-hmm. like real close to Alabama, and everybody else was in fucking girl pants, and I was the only one out there that had like baggy ass pants on. And a three X, four X tall T out skating with everybody. I can't even visualize that. Like, yeah, I know. I can't see what that looks like. It's uh it's the pictures are painful to look at, you know. <laughs> painful. Uh social media, you can follow us social media on Twitter at Steezy Trap House, Instagram at STH Show, like our Facebook page, join the Facebook group. It's called STH Show. And if you have any questions for us, we will answer them on air. Steezy's Trap House at gmail.com. Send your questions over there. And if you have a fucking smartphone, which you probably do, because if you're listening to this right now, I would assume you have a smartphone. Because <laughs> that's pretty much the only main reason how or main way that people fucking listen to podcasts nowadays. It is 2018. Yeah. Go on ahead. And uh, I'm doing it again. I already forgot what I was. I've... Podcast? Smartphone? Why can't I do this? People at home, I'm losing my memory. Yeah. I think I'm losing my short-term memory. Mm. It's Everything has just been like escaping me lately for the past two to three weeks. <laughs> I didn't hit my head or anything. No. Maybe you just got a lot in your cranium right now. I guess. I can't, rem- I can't remember what the fuck I was going to say. So, mm. you know what? It's lost in the ether, people at home. I drew it up. I, I made that tease, and that tease is never going to be sold on. So, you will never ever know what i was going to say hmm. just let that be known it might come to you later it might don't don't completely throw it out probably not it's somewhere in your subconscious i remember boom i got Aha. it the voice notes the yeah. voice notes send us a voice note through your fucking smartphone because we can play them on the show and then answer I would love that that's what i'm saying yeah, I, heard I, of that before. I want voice notes yeah you just got to go into the little like recording section in your in your phone and then just email it over hmm Yes, that's what I'm saying. And the qu- the quality of it is amazing. These fucking iPhones, bro. The microphones on these things are crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so with all that being said, the plugs are done. Oh, yeah, stickers. If you want any free stickers, email me, steezystraphouse.gmail.com. I'll ship them to you for free. By all means, Burr. People at home, if I cough during this episode as well. <laughs> Hit the mic. <laughs> that mic deserved it. Anyway, if I cough during this episode as well, just you know, let it be known. It's probably going to happen, so mm. just be be ready for that. Anyways, <laughs> my dude, McKinney, where are you from originally? I'm from Orlando. Oh, shit, 407. Yeah, 407. Born and raised, huh? Yeah. Word, which area? Uh, um, Let me think. Uh, I get, what would the name of the area that I grew up in be? Um, man. All right, what's the nearest landmark? The nearest landmark, like near the <laughs> airport, like kind of... Like Semeron, Conway, Hoffner, kind gotcha. of towards the airport. I don't know if that's east or, or wherever, but I grew up in that area. Word. Yeah. Kind of like in the middle, I feel like. Okay. Yeah, somewhere in the middle. At least that's where I, the house was. I guess it would be I guess it'd be a little more east. Yeah, something like that. Well, maybe east is UCF. East is definitely UCF. Okay, yeah. But you're know. but you're closer to that you're closer to that area because you're not yet downtown. No. So I still consider no. I still consider anything like 
on the east side of downtown, I consider all that east, and same thing with west. Okay. I feel like that's that's the way to go to yeah. usually just get go to the downtown and then work your way out. From yeah, there. somewhat near the suburb um, epicenter area of Orlando. Indeed. Yeah. I was growing yeah, up in Orlando yeah. for you. Uh, growing up in Orlando was it was cool. Um, uh, growing up in Orlando was dope. Um, like there wasn't really <laughs> like a lot of crazy or bad things happening, like other than just like family crap. But um, yeah, like my friends and I, I don't know if we crazy if they were listening to this right now but like um all my friends little friends of this day like kind of came up together like elementary school high school and shenandoah and everyone went to Conway middle and then everyone went to boone high school and then everyone went to ucf and like, we all still saw each other into our adulthood so um so yeah you know i had a, like a really strong family background um uh came from a working class family um, my mom and my dad, who are not from Orlando, um, like were very, they're very strict parents, you know, and they didn't really allow like a lot of partying or anything like that. Right. They're with you, brother. Yeah. Um, which in retrospect probably was good because I think, um, I know me personally, like I was a, I was just a very oblivious kid. Like how so I was oblivious, like stuff that I just wouldn't see. Like, would just blindside me. You know what I mean? Like, still would just come out of nowhere and just, like, knock you right on the head. Like, yep. I'm trying to think of an... Oh, well, I don't know if this would be, like, a, a relatable example, but um, <laughs> I haven't told this story in a long time. Oh, boy. Um, yes. Trap okay, exclusive. so this is a, this is, is a, a small dose of McKinney. Exclusive, exclusive. So, in high school, at Bone, shout out to the Boom Braves, um... Uh, so yeah, freshman in high school, there was this girl who. Uh, Hold on, I got you. You got me, <laughs> bro. I actually got an app that can do that. See, I just got a button right here that bro, I just click. Way more convenient. Boom. I would use that to heckle people if I was just like in some audience anywhere. I would just keep it low like this. And like, <laughs> like where's it coming from? It's just so much. Like yeah. well, the last thing you want to hear when you're really trying to focus exactly. intently on something is yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> maybe in like a lecture or something like that. It's cool. <laughs> oh shit. Anyways, you were saying. Okay, so McKinney Oblivious. So there was this one time. Um there was this girl. I can't honestly can't remember what her name was. Um she's cute, you know what I mean? Um she was cute for all intents and purposes. Um and her friend during lunchtime lunch a uh her friend came up to me and said hey my homegirl thinks you're really cute and Ooh. she wants to know if you would go to the prom with her Ooh. freshman she's a senior in high school okay I'm a freshman okay that's a light flex right there people right at home. light flex yes. you know what i mean um all my friends were like flabbergasted it was like <laughs> how the hell mckinney corny behind like you know, f- senior girl, upperclassman, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't know. Super insecure back then. I had, bro, I had the whole dork cliche going. I had stupid bad acne. Mm. I don't even know how she liked me. Not, not really say, I wasn't like hideous or nothing like that. And like, I was like, I was a funny kid. Like, yeah, but funny, you're in, like, humorous. You're in like, the awkward teenage stage. I'm in my stage. awkward teenage stage. I had these glasses. I would, I would take them off all the time. But I had, my skin was like, ugh. Um, um, really, like, I had braces. I had crazy braces, my oh, teeth were yeah. crooked, but they about that my freshman year they started straight straight out a little bit. But anyway, um she's like, Oh yeah, my homegirl wants you to do this, that, and the third. She wants to go to the prom with you, blah, 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 blah. And it's weird because um 
you know, like you see people in passing, like when you're going from your locker to classroom and stuff like that. So you can recognize people's faces, but you don't know them, know them. You know what I mean? Yep. Like even now, like I'll run into people who like, I just, I remember you from the hallway in second period and we never said a word to each yep. other, but it's good to know you're still alive. Right, you know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. Hey, keep on keeping on, guys. Keep on breathing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sucking in that oxygen. You got it, buddy. Yeah. But um, anyway, so... Um, so I was like, of course I was like, heck yeah, I'm going to prom my freshman year. I have that notch under my belt, you know? Serious so, light flex. Um, yeah. But, uh, of course, like my parents being the strict people that they are. Um, oh, actually my dad was like, yeah. My mom was like, hell no, oh, you ain't going to prom. No. You know, she's like, I know what happens at prom. No. And, um, yeah. And freshman, you know what I mean? Coming right out of middle school, you know? Oh. So, uh, so what ended up happening I begged and I pleaded with my mom, like literally down on my knees, like, mom, please let me go to prom. And she's like, McKinney. Well, she calls me by my middle name, Christopher. I don't tell people that a lot. My middle name is Christopher. Mm. Um, she's like, Christopher, like, I don't know. It just don't feel right to me. And she's like, she's a very <laughs> spiritual, phaedrian person. She's like, I don't know, man. Just, I don't know what the Lord would like. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, mom, please. Just, I'm not going to do anything. I'm a, I'm a good kid. I'm not going to do anything. You know what I mean? And and my my dad over here, uh, fun little tidbit, like at the time, uh, my parents' relationship was on the rocks. So mm. like everything, my parents are just at odds on anything. Gotcha. He's not going to prom. My dad's like, yo, let the man go to prom, blah, blah, blah. So finally, after months of begging, um, after months and months and months of begging, uh, I finally convinced uh, my mom to let me go to the prom. But oh. it had one really stupid, annoying um, um ultimatum that had to come with it and she's like you're only gonna go to prom if me and your father show for you oh. you know what i mean so like everyone else all her friends and stuff oh. in the limousine you know having a good time maybe popping bottles i don't know oh. probably not but and but they was like no y'all gotta ride in whatever she had a honda pilot i'll never forget it i only know because i end up crashing it a little bit oh, whatever shit. we got yeah <laughs> funny story like it's funny how the parallels of my life on my actual prom when I became a junior, I wrecked a little bit. God anyway, that's not important. That's not important. That's God not important. But um, so I was like, fine, I'll do it as long as I get to go. And I, I was in the back of my head, I was like, I'll just finesse it some way and just end up, you know, going with them. But it was honestly, I felt kind of bad because like I was embarrassed for her because like she was like, oh, why isn't your date riding in limousine with us? And it's like, well, you know, he's fourteen or thirteen. I was thirteen at the time, and and she was like, yeah, and she's like, blah blah blah, and. Yeah, you can't explain that. You know, it's just like literally Damn. like you lose points. You know what I mean? Damn. So the night is already kind of going bad. Yep. But anyway, um, rewind a little bit. Um, so customarily when the guy, you know, is, is the prom person, like, you know, you ask your girl to prom, like he usually pays for the ticket. Yep. Um, and this is where the story kind of goes south. Oh, um, boy. I was I wouldn't say I was sprung. I wouldn't say I was like head over heels smitten over this girl. But I was like, nah, baby, I'll take care of the ticket. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got it. You know, like, whatever. Oh, Paid for her ticket. You know what I mean? Paid for my ticket. That's a flex move, though. It, it was a flex move. I, like, if I couldn't get the inside the limousine, I had to be a man in some kind of way. So exactly. Like, I got to do what I can. Exactly. You know? she, she understood the situation. She, she saw you trying, yeah. at least. Yeah, she saw me trying, at least. Um, but anyway, paid for a ticket, got a ticket or whatever. Um, prom day came. I, like, I don't know nothing about this stuff. The suit that I got uh, was way too big. Oh, Jesus. Have you seen? Have you seen? Uh, do you see the 
the Kanye West and uh, Lil Pump video. Lil Pump video. Yes. Is that, yeah, is that, 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 you know? <laughs> that was like you. that's how I'm <laughs> in my suit, bopping oh, up and down like shit. little bobblehead as nigga. But um, <laughs> um, anyway, so I was just like, I was just like, I was just not looking fresh. But I don't know. I was like, I'm gonna still come up in here and have a good time. And all of these, all these girls and all these dudes look like grown men to me like from my freshman perspective like they were i was like oh like where am i when i walked into this place you know what i mean dudes with mustaches and facial hair <laughs> i was like whoa he's getting sun you know one time I mean? yeah and i could definitely i could definitely feel that i was getting looks you know what i mean just like being a little kid but anyway um so uh it was weird my date she was just acting really cold the whole night the whole entire night. She was just really stupid cold. And um, there's a lot of in-between. I don't want to bore you with the details. Yeah. But, um, uh, like, I would, like, be over there, like, with her and her friends or whatever. And um, and it was, like, uh, it was just, like, I was never, I wasn't, like, in the fold. You know what I mean? And um, I wasn't, like. included. Yeah, I wasn't included. She had one friend. I'm pretty sure her name was Stacy. Um Gorgeous Puerto Rican girl. I'll never forget, like, still one of the day, like, today. Like, man, I should have went to prom with her. But, mm-hmm. um, um, which is crazy to think about. You could have had options as yeah. a freshman. Yeah. And it was weird. She probably, like, it was weird. She stayed, she was the girl who initially came up to me and was like, yo, my homegirl wants to take you to prom. And, um, but, like, I had more rapport and for, uh, for all intents and purposes, more of a relationship with her than I did, even in the short time that we knew each other. And I danced with her that night more than I did with what's her face. Hey. And um, hey. now let me let me just um, let me get to the the cons of this this story because um, so I some, say, I'm, I'm waiting for the other shoe to yeah, drop. Yeah, yeah, I know it's coming. Yeah, they played. Uh, they they it was don't get me wrong it was a good time but towards the end of the night I kind of understood what was going on here. Um, this girl, um, I don't know, call it social retardation or maybe uh, maybe she's maybe she's just a horrible person. I don't know. Like for whatever its reason, couldn't find a date to prom. So I and I knew it wasn't her first choice. Of course, I'm a freshman. She she don't know me from nobody. So um, I more or less was a crutch for her to not look good. I mean, so for her to not look bad, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, I am a uh, a glorified trophy, if you will, to stand on her arm and make her look good so that she doesn't look like she came all lonely with nobody. Nobody wanted to take her out. Damn. And no one wanted to buy her ticket or whatever, which was the case. And so, like, I'm more or less helping her save face. And to be honest with you, my mom and we never really sat down and had a conversation and we never really needed to. But that's what my mom foresaw. That's what her women's intuition. I mean, yes, she was worried about other stuff, you know, like sexual relations and things like that for someone of my age. But um, like she saw was like this don't this story doesn't sound right. This isn't vibing. Yeah. Yeah. We danced like one time. Didn't look at me in the eye once. Didn't look like she literally she was like. Looking everywhere but that's, my face. That's and a I was cold like, bitch right she there. She was cold, man. God damn. And um, and you know what? Uh, not to go too far deep down this rabbit hole. Uh, I don't want to turn this into like a, uh, a psychoanalysis session. Yeah, yeah, for real. But it's just like that was the start to a long line of of distrust when it came to uh, pursuing relationships like with women. It's if I'm being honest, it started there. You know what I mean? Um, I mean so that's not the best 
the best one to start off with. No. Because that was the very first, like, interaction yeah. with a girl. Yeah, I feel yeah. that. There I feel was, that, bro. Um, I will say, um, and I'm, I'm a, I'm, I've been a master at this since I was a little kid, just making the best out of a bad situation. Uh-huh. Once I kind of had that epiphany, I was like, you know what? I'm at prom. I'm eating London broil and um, broccoli. You know what I mean? Yep. Having a five-star dinner. Like, I'm going to enjoy myself. You yep. know what I mean? If she just want to dance with me, the other girl, Stacy, she danced with me a bunch. She was just like, but she was just like, oh, you're so cute. And yep. I'm like, oh, I want to get with you. You know what I mean? So, but I was like, I'll take it. I'll take it. Whatever you want to. Anything. Whatever. Anything you throw my way. Yeah, anything yes. you throw my way. And, um, bro, this is like, I don't know if anyone else can tell us this, but this is like the, the get your freak on record of like any place, anytime. That genuine intro, not genuine, I'm sorry, a juvenile intro comes on. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Like, that's when it's just time to cut. You know what I mean? Back that ass up. Yeah, that song came on, like, right when I'm at my low point, and then Stacy grabbed my hand. I was just like, oh, man, let's just make the most of this. And then had a pretty good night. You know what I mean? Not not terrible. Not terrible. Yeah, yeah. So, as a freshman, though, that is mm. a serious flex on all your friends. It is. You can still hold that, even though the situation wasn't what you thought it was. You yeah, can, you can still hold that over. Oh, their I fucking did. Heads. I still do for years. I still do. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Actually, you know what's funny? People at home, if you could see the look of joy <laughs> in this man's eyes, he's looking off into a faraway yep. distance with a misty look in his eyes. Yep. Yep, <laughs> that's that's some good wordplay right there. <laughs> Misty, look at my eyes. That's one of those moments where you can just really enjoy and just be yeah. like, you know what? To all my niggas out there, mm-hmm. fuck y'all. Yeah, <laughs> man. I wish I could remember oh, her shit. name so I could just throw some shade on her. Oh yeah, I can't remember her name. At Son, all. her with the government name. Oh, by all means, yeah, I wish. Okay. You know, I wish. You know, one of these days. Yeah, you know, it's all good. The girl who mattered, Stacy. I remember her. Boom! Exactly. Taking a little freshman boy by the hand and showing him a good time. That's how it works. Yeah, it's not a really. That's not a really <laughs> sexual too. Yeah, yeah, on the dance floor. It's okay. I'm not. I'm definitely not going to go back and cut that audio and use it against you in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. No, never me. I yeah. wouldn't do that. Okay, good. good yeah, no, not at all. So I have to ask, mm-hmm. what type of music was in your house growing up? Ooh, that's an easy question. Um, man, R and B, everything like soul funk everything like my parents are black y'all can't see me listening to this podcast but i'm black yes and um so they were used my well, parents we, we've both said the word naked like multiple times yeah already. true i think I, I, mean, think I think they could assume that already naked, <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I don't know um yeah my parents were just like my parents uh they 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 raised me on like like man just like soul i'm trying to think oh Gap band, you know, Aretha yes. Franklin, rest in peace. Yes. Um, oh, shit. Legend, man. Yeah, legend. I wish I could. I say this all the time on the show because we always mention, you know, like dead legends. I need some area in the studio where I can pour shit out for them whenever Ooh. we mention them. Yeah, it's carpet. But it's, it's carpet. Yeah, I can't mm. do that. No. Maybe like a trash can. just like dummy. Trash can would be nice. I also mm. need a spittoon in here whenever I need a hawk loogies. That would be nice as well. Maybe that. That steezy top hat right there. Oh, yeah. Just pour it right into the top hat. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's classic. Okay. Word, yeah. word. Anyway, so yeah. the soul you were saying. Yeah. Um, oh, man. The Gap Band, the Isley Brothers. Yes. Um, even like at the time coming up, uh, uh, Usher. Um, my dad loved Justin Timberlake. Um, my mom loved, um, frick, that's like so many. Um, the Commodores, Lionel yes. Richie, Michael Jackson, of course. Um, just listen, literally like funk, 
everything, soul everything, R and B everything. Um and it was it was good, you know what I mean? Like my parents didn't really differentiate from the musical stereotypes of most black people. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um yeah, that I would say more than anything that's that's what I we our house listened to. That's still a good upbringing, man, for sure. For, yeah, for yeah, music. Yeah, cuz like those were all those genres are stems they're like little seeds, if you will, like of everything I feel like music is now. Yeah, in most a weird definitely. Way. Yeah. So. So when did you start getting interested in, like, branching out and maybe discovering new music or mm-hmm. things like that? So I, I always, say. I always feel like everybody, you know, like especially musicians, they have that point, mm-hmm. or just music lovers in general, they have that point where they enjoyed music, and then they have that point where all of a sudden everything clicks, and you're just like, oh shit, like. There's mean? this and this and all these other different, you know, types of music and hmm. where you come, where you become infatuated with it. You know what I mean? Infatuated. So like, w- uh, I'm trying to understand the question. <clears throat> um, are you saying like, when did I branch off from what my parents exposed me to? Well, just like when, what? when was a, when was a point where you really knew that music was something that you really loved and something that like you hold dear to you? You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Like, was that young on or was that later on? I would say it was, like, yeah, like, really young. Like, I've always, like, like there's never, there was never a point in my life. It's weird because it's so much a part of black culture, like, music. You know what I mean? It's just, like, it was never not important. Like, to me, it was just, like, air. You know what I mean? It's I just, like, that. it's there and I need it. You yeah, know what I mean? As a Puerto Rican, like, yeah. all, music is always in the house growing up mm-hmm. everywhere. You're Puerto Rican? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you were like biracial or what. Yeah, everybody. That's the question I always get. Hmm. See, with the locks, when I had the locks, it just completely threw everybody off. <laughs> nobody thought I was yeah. Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that the hair is gone, if you just look. Just like straight Puerto Rican? Just like mom yeah. and dad Puerto Rican? Oh, yep. okay, okay. Yes, sir. That's what's up. You already know. Definitely. Boricua. Mm, bo- Boricua. You already know. You yeah, that song? Know. Yes, I do. I think it's it. about I think it is, is, yeah. yeah. Shouts out to my Boricua people out mm-hmm. there. You already know. You already know what the fuck is up. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, so uh, music was always a huge part in our house growing up. You know, it didn't even matter if, you know, you weren't doing anything or, or just whatever. At all times of the day, there was some type of music on. Facts. So I, I, I understand. I can vibe with that, you know, that music is a huge part of, like, the upbringing, you know, through mm-hmm. black culture. Same thing with Hispanics, I feel like, all the time, too. Facts. So I kind of have the, that's why, that's why I ask that question usually to people, like when did they kind of first discover their real love for music? Because I I had it real early on as well, you know, Mm -hmm. just because I was so um, exposed to so many different types of music from an early young age, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of salsa, a lot of merengue, of course, you know, Mm -hmm. because Puerto Ricans and my mom was a little bit of a hippie. So I was getting like a lot of Beatles and shit like that. A lot of what? A lot of the Beatles. Oh, Beatles. Oh, that's great. Yeah, a lot of psychedelic rock, yeah. like Jimi Hendrix. I didn't discover I didn't discover Beatles. I didn't discover rock until like teenage, late teenage going into twenties. Oh word, you know really? I mean? Yeah, because it was just I was just I mean, it wasn't even really on purpose. It was just like I guess my parents just oversaturated me with just that. And uh, man, this going into the psychoanalysis of it all, <laughs> um, in in a weird way man, this sounds this is gonna sound really whack. Oh boy. And this is just kinda Maybe even a testament to like who I was maybe back then. In a weird way, I thought that I couldn't be caught listening to anything else. Isn't that weird? That's so a like, little weird. I, I asked like if I'm black, I gotta listen to hip hop. I gotta listen to R and B. Gotta listen to soul. 
I got to listen to James Brown. I got to listen to Temptations, and no one can catch me doing otherwise. You know what I mean? Um, and it, it's just weird. And it was just like I was, I felt like people expected that of me in a weird way. And you ever see that one meme with those mannequins? And then there's one mannequin kind of covering his face like this. And there's one mannequin kind of like that. And yes. it like became like a quick thing. Yep. And they'd put like ran the, the most accurate things ever. Uh, what was a, a really funny one I'm trying to think of? Uh, uh, Chance the Ra- Chance the Rapper went ham on that meme. I don't know why. Um, uh, oh, there was one I could touch this one because like back in in middle school, like you were considered a nerd if you like anime. I love anime now. Me too. I love it. It's all that, about it. That shit is fucked up, man. Because yeah. I was I was in that same category as a kid mm. who loved anime. We went through that period of time yeah. where it was nerdy as fuck and yeah. you were not cool yeah. and now it is the cool thing to <laughs> like cool, anime now it's like what anime do you like i went not as like, i went through that pain as a yeah. child of just being tortured yeah i honestly wish i could man i wish i really wish i could say i stuck to my guns and I'm just like oh i'm gonna just public i use this word all the time now public nerdity you know what i mean ah, but i wasn't i was a closet anime fan never talked to anybody about it uh, except for like a select few friends, but I was the, pretty out there with it. Really? Yeah. Good for you, man. Well, because I also skated at the time, yeah. and I mean, skaters like an enemy. At this, well, I mean, at this point, where I was specifically in Pensacola, mm-hmm. I I still grew up. I mean, skating not so much now. It is definitely way more pop. It's the most popular it's ever been. Like it's definitely infiltrated a lot of mainstream culture and shit like mm-hmm. that. But when I grew up in Pensacola, you know, even though that was only, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago or some mm-hmm. shit, it still was not the cool thing because I'm out in rural country, basically Alabama. Like yeah. I was 10 minutes away from Alabama state lines. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. That's, that's the country. That's the shit I grew up Damn, in. You were Puerto Rican in Pensacola? Yes. <laughs> How did dog. that happen? Uh, there's a Navy base there. My dad is Navy. Ah, uh, okay. Boy flew. So your dad was F-4. in the military? Yeah. And he your flew. mom was a hippie? No, no, no. She she she's had hippie tendencies. She just had hippie tendencies. Okay. Just really towards music. She, okay, that's, that's what's up. She's like never even smoked weed in her life. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yep. I know. It's like you can't be a hippie unless you don't. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But um so yeah, we were there. I mean, I've literally been called every name you could think of before I was like seven or eight years old. Really? Growing up in that territory. Yeah, because I mean, you know, that's that's real shit out there, you know? Yeah. It's uh there's this place right sa- right outside of Pensacola. It's called J Florida. Mm. And it has the largest contingency of a Ku Klux Klan chapter there. Wow. In the yes. in the country? Yeah, they're like on the outskirts of Pensacola. Wow. I remember looking up the Wikipedia page for it and the ethnicity wow. ratios or whatever. Uh-huh. I think it was Caucasian, like 98% wow. was the population there. For sure there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. This is random, but like, you ever notice the Ku Klux Someone brought this to my attention the other day. Why do the Ku Klux Klan spell Klan with a K? I don't like know. It's K, it's, it's a, has a C in it. You know what I mean? It's yep. like, why, who made that? I'm thinking like maybe some sort of backwoods person who had a third grade education. They were very, like, very. Clan, K-A-L-A-N. <laughs> they were very hyped on branding back then. You know? They <laughs> yeah. just want that alliteration, the yeah. KKK. We got, if we're going to be organized, we got to have our marketing on point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. My power. <laughs> so, yeah, so growing up with, in that area at that time, skateboarding right. was not cool whatsoever. Skating in the dirt. Not cool, dog. Is a, gro- growing up was hard already as a skater. So at that point, I was like, fuck it. Like, 
They already don't like me. I might as well just let my anime flag fly already True too. That. Hey, fuck this shit. Good for you, man. But I was still swagging on him. Don't don't get me wrong. I was swagging on everybody. Okay. You know, you know. Okay. A little bit. Good for you, bro. A little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, here and there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so what when you branched off and discovered other types of music like mm-hmm. rock and stuff, what kind of pushed that into finally happening? Man, um, let me think for a second. Um. Got it. Um, somewhere in somewhere in high school, um, went to Boone. If anyone listening knows what Boone is, it's a predominantly white high school. Word. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't um, tell from the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think technically the whole name is William R. Boone High School. Oh my yeah. god. Um. So, um, obviously, like, what would be stereotypical? I hate to use this term. I really hate to, but white music. Mm-hmm. Which is anything not hip hop or R and B or funk or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, um, all a lot of friends who I, because I was I was never I was never a clicky person. I fell between that special little nook of I'm not popular, but I'm not unpopular either. Yes, you know what I mean. Um, so I I could easily be friends and befriended everyone. You know what I mean? Um, so obviously, like I have a lot of different type of friends. And all my different type of friends listen to different types of music. Um, so I had friends who listened to rock music, which I had never really considered before or, or take it in. And um, so I think it's like, oh, cool. Let me let me see what this rock is all about. You know what I mean? And even like then, as sad as I am to admit it now, um, I never I, I really liked rock and I, I never told anyone about it. And I never went to a concert. I just kind of. Um, you just listen to it, you know, and they just never talked to her. I had kind of like a on guilty this. pleasure. Not even. Yeah. I guess because, again, um, and I'll say this all day because I guess it's just a part of who I am, my story, I guess. It's just like, I mean, I was, I was insecure back then, bro. I really was. Um, um, like, I just, I felt like I, there was a, something expected of me and I had to meet that mark and that every facet, what music I listened to, how I dressed and blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? So, like, I liked, I liked bands like, you know, uh, Good Charlotte, you know what I mean? Uh, who are the, the stereotypical punk rock era? You know what I mean. Uh, Green Day, of course, everyone loved Green Day. Yeah, and um, uh, I would say Ocean's Avenue, but I mean uh, Yellow, Yellow Card. Card. Yeah. yeah, love Yellow Card. And um, their drummer was fucking amazing. They were man that one that one solo in um, Ocean's Avenue towards the bridge. Yep, gets me every time. Yep. <laughs> He's crazy, and, um, crazy yeah, on the sticks. Yeah, crazy on the sticks. Yup, <laughs> it's a fun way to put it. But um, yeah, even started getting into more like indie bands, um, rock bands. Um, like a friend of mine put me on this band called. I'm about to give him a plug right now. Um, Closure in Moscow. This band called Closure in Moscow. You've got one me of, on this. Still to this day, one of the best rock bands I've ever listened to. And that never write, blew up. I might have to write this They down. had a little buzz. They had a little buzz, but they never blew up. And they were stupid talented. And they were like, very great music. My, if you're looking up on there, my favorite song was Night at the Spleen. They always had really crazy names for their songs. The, my favorite song that they had was called Night at the Spleen from their album Templar. But or was it Temple? Temple or Temple? I can't remember. But well, um, Australian too. Were they from Australia? Apparently so. Oh wow, that just makes them even more cool. Word. And um, yeah, man. So like you know, I just started listening to rock music, and then I discovered the Beatles super late. Like I was I was late on the Beatles train. 
Oh yeah, another thing. Remember when I don't know if you remember when Rock Band came out. Oh yeah. Rock Band to me deserved a Nobel <laughs> Peace Prize because it just opened the door to so yeah. Like I so that was probably when I first started listening to Beatles. They had like a special Beatles edition Rock Band. Oh, I remember that had just Beatles songs on I it. I remember. And that's when I started. I like to be under the sea. Oh, and then yeah. I, yeah, it was like. Black people don't sing <laughs> octopus his garden. Uh, no, you know what I'm but uh but yeah, you know, and, and shortly, you know, when you graduate high school, like something changes in your paradigm where you just like you just don't you the the veil of of caring starts to just peel back a little bit and slowly dissolve. You know what I mean? And then you 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 go out into the world and you're like, wait, there's people who are on the same wavelength as me, and I don't have to hide who I am. I don't have to. I can like what I like. I can like anime. I can like hip hop. I can like the Beatles. I can like Octopus's Garden. Yep. You know what I mean? And still be accepted. You know what I mean? And then once I kind of came to that epiphany, if you will, that's when I just started listening to everything. It. Listening to everything. You know what I mean? Anything that I could get my hands on. Because I also realized it wasn't even so much um, of specific genres that I'm into. Because like you know, people would be like. Oh, I like rock music and I like, you know, post hardcore and so blah, blah blah. You okay there, bro? Yeah, you need some tea, need some water. <coughs> I warned you, people at home. Yeah, we knew it was coming. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this shit has been happening a lot. Yeah. You can keep talking. I'm gonna grab those waters. Oh, do you think? Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So it's just like, you know, realize that like I can just enjoy what I wanna enjoy and it just opened up this whole rainbow of a world of eclecticness and i just kind of started building off of that and just increasing or more developing my musical palette thank you sir some h2o but um oh man that one got uh that coughing fit got tears out of me that time Good yeah you look a little Woo. red in the eyeballs there Woo! oh yeah i am awake <sighs> is this filtered water yes awesome i was like this water tastes surprisingly good <laughs> sometimes people just sneak you with the tap and then it's like tastes like sulfur and i take care of my fluoride. guests thank you man yeah man no well water here for anybody no, no. Well we're, we're not drinking rotten eggs in this bitch mm. i had well water for a year in pensacola no nah, actually here in orlando i used to live off of buck road close to ucf mm. and that was the craziest, craziest party house I've ever been in. So the house wow. was disgusting already. And wow. then the water didn't help. I would just get bottled. I don't understand why you'd subject yourself to that. Well, here's the problem. You have to subject yourself to it because if you want to take a shower, that's what the water is. Hmm. So you'd wash yourself and leave the shower smelling like like eggs. That's weird. Like sulfur. That's really weird. It was fucked. Yeah, it was not, not the most fun. That's for sure. Yeah, Anyways, hmm. so... When did you start dabbling yourself then and kind of make the transition from like, oh, I'm, I'm loving this music now. I kind of want to potentially do my own thing. Um, potentially do my own thing. Uh, that's a hard question. Man. It's I know the answer, but it's just like it's 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 really a, it's hmm, it's it's a story. It's a weird story. Well, had you always been had you always been singing and stuff before that? Yeah, fun fact. Um, Were you in the church choir growing up? I was not. I was not in. I was in church growing up, but I was not in the church. I was in church, but not in the church choir. Um, man, this is another fun fact. I'm giving you all kinds of insiders that I really don't talk to people about. Tidbits. But, um, yeah. Um, I didn't. Um, 
I played sports my entire life. I played basketball and track like the majority of my life and then dabbled in other sports, soccer, baseball here there. You still um, run ball? What'd you say? Do you still run ball? Do I still rumble? Do you still run ball? Like run play ball? Yeah. Yeah, like all the time. Okay, word. it's my only it's the only cardio I get. So okay, I to, yeah, but I love it. Yes, yeah, true love that. But um, um, bro, no one, nobody, no one. I never told a soul that I could sing. Like deep, deep. It sounds a little whimsical, but like deep, deep down, like I knew I had a gift, and my voice sounded better than other people's. Um, but my parents didn't know <laughs> until this one fateful day. Um, I'll never forget it. Um. You know what? I'll I'll start the answer to your question right there. Um, around my junior year of high school, um, I transferred to this this private school called uh, OCP, since Orlando Christian Prep. Uh-huh. Um, and um, basically, just because the guy who was the head athletic director set, had a lot of connections with like UNC and University of North Carolina, to like because the, the goal was to play college ball, um, which just tells you how invested I was in I've been playing ball since I was like little stupid little kid but anyway um so homecoming night homecoming night um the, it was the first game that I was going to be playing coming off of uh, a hairline fracture injury in my Ooh. pinky the only injury I've ever had in my entire life was a hairline fracture in my pinky from, from that point was the only day and um and I was feeling good man like everybody was there you know what I mean um like the stadium was packed I was on homecoming court and I got nominated for homecoming and I'm losing but um <laughs> of course um, slip that one in there <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway so uh uh I sung the national anthem that day oh damn mm, only maybe three people because obviously they're not gonna let me sing if they never heard me sing before but um nobody more or less nobody knew i could sing nobody damn. my parents didn't know my mom didn't know my oh my god dad didn't know <laughs> nobody knew and um and i sung the national anthem that day and i wish i could tell you that i killed it <laughs> <laughs> i wish i could sit and tell you that i was like You know, it was like, but I, I, I was like from not singing in front. Of, like I had no nerve. I had, I had, I had been, I hadn't been performing, let alone singing in front of people yeah. ever. I had no nerve or callus to my skin at all. So it was a little shaky. I didn't do horrible, but I was a little shaky. And I, I hit one or probably literally two really bad flat notes. And, um, and that was it. That the, my hidden talent is out in the open now. And that same night, First quarter of the game, snapped my ACL. Oh, yeah. I tore my ACL, my medial meniscus. Oh, and um, I was not expecting yeah, that. Yeah, bro. Oh. I still remember it. It was like literally the first twenty-three seconds of the game. Like tip off, I got bat, ball was passed to me like a hail mary pass down court. All alone, I tried to dunk it and I didn't even make it off the floor. I was just like oh. cracked immediately. Oh, and um. It, it, was a, it was a crazy freak accident. And then I had to deal with that for like a long, long time because the healing process oh, yeah, for long. ligaments is stupid long. But anyway, um, so aspirations to be a college athlete kind of just went down the drain. And that was senior when I was year like, too? Senior year. Oh, yeah, man. Really the worst time to get injured. Wow. You can get injured freshman year. You can get injured sophomore year and still heal up and be great. Yeah. But like when it all comes down, you know what I mean, to it, to all the culmination of all that hard work and time and money and 
meal plans and tournaments and things like that the worst possible time that's and crazy like, bro, bro and, uh, oh man i really don't want to do the psychoanalysis thing but in a weird way i i kind of still deal with that moment it's like a haunting moment that is anything else i put my hand in gonna end up like that i feel I'm a, that i'm a pouring my heart and soul into every because i have a lot of things that i want to do in my life but it's like I'll pour all this time and money and effort into it and investment and all this other thing. But like, will when it comes down to the nitty gritty, when it gets down to that defining moment, will it all come crashing? Yep. You know what I mean? That looming fear, will it end? Will I proverbially tear my ACL again? That is crazy disheartening, man, yeah, for it sure. It really is. But um, I guess the silver lining is um, me kind of stepping into um, a creator um, role where I started making music. You know what I mean? Because mm. it's like, dang like music is i mean sorry sports was the what i was best at being an athlete is what i was known for you know what i mean um and so i was like man let me see what else there is to this little gift of mine you know what i mean and then i just kind of just kind of ran with it um at the time like i was uh, i mentioned it earlier like my parents like 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 raised me in church but i was never like super super into church like at the time but um when i was like when i was just like at that stupid low point in my life when like something that's so much a part of your identity just comes to a screeching halt like you kind of go into identity crisis like yeah what the hell do i do now you know what i mean and um and I just had no choice but just to just get down on my knees and throw a Hail Mary prayer to God and just like, God, like, what am I doing out here? Like, what do I like? What am I here for? Like, what is my purpose? You know what I mean? And and uh, just through honestly, without going into a great deal, just really close friends. You know what I mean? And then just a lot of prayer. Like I kind of just music just kind of fell into my lap. And then just opportunity after opportunity presented itself to just make it more and more of a thing. An opportunity to kind of just get in front of the mic and get in front of people and just perfect my craft. Because it was it's not enough just being a good singer. You got to be a good singer in front of people. Yep. You know what <laughs> I mean? And it's a process. Like you, like you fine tune, you know, your singing ability. And then you have to almost relearn that on stage because like your nerves just oh, yeah. rattle your cage. You Shaking. Know what I mean? Yeah. And um and then it, bro just found music and then just kind of ran with it and then um like I I I was always kind of under the influence that I had like uh, what I called like American Idol syndrome uh-huh. like I, I like I think I'm good but maybe I just sound good to me you know what I mean and other people are just like giving me the eyes like you know low key but um. But yeah, pe- more people kept it's like, yes, you should roll with this. You should move forward and continuously gave me the thumbs up. And um, and so I just like, all right, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep moving forward. All right, God, I'm going to keep moving forward. Um, you know what I mean? And um, and there's opportunity after opportunity presented itself and um, a lot of heartbreak, a lot of ups and downs, uh, a lot of opportunities that I thought were going to be it ended up not being it but it's still like just more opportunity to just better my craft and just increase myself as a as a creative really and as a musician as a recording artist as a guitarist as a as a singer just kept just kept kind of molding it and in, in a weird way i used to like look down on myself and be like like oh you're not as good as you know people on a professional level but in retrospect like i had a ton of catching up to do because there are people who had been doing what i was trying to do since they were little kids yep. you know what i mean from those you know those uh pageant moms you know what i mean just yeah, getting definitely. their kids to like you know be in front of the mic and being entertainers and stuff like that like i i was just going in raw by myself you know what i mean and um 
and I needed to go through all those failures and all those pitfalls to kind of just develop myself to where I could get to the point where I was like, you know, I could do this professionally. Word. You know what I mean? And it's weird. You know, and I say all that with a take all that with a grain of salt because it's like because these days it's really the thin the line between talent is really thin. You know what I mean? It's just like you spend your life developing a craft that down the road is no longer coveted, you know, or maybe not even really valued. But and then you have like people on the side who just kind of just in there. You know what I mean? Like yep. knowing someone and not being as talented. It's just the world we live in. You know what I mean? It's just it's nothing I already haven't already heard. I feel that. Yeah. I know you briefly mentioned it also mm-hmm. before. When did you start playing guitar as well? Um, when did I start playing? That's a good question. Because um, I tried, bro. I really? could not get past the callous stage. You, mm, bro, I, that's I, the I biggest out. I pushed out. Oh man. I got. But see, I grew up playing piano, so I've got these slender. Dainty piano. Yes, hands. <laughs> I have. I have hand model hands. Yes, right, I could be a hand model. People it. at home, most yeah. definitely. Um, so when I tried to, you know, learn how to play guitar, yeah. it, it didn't work out so well. I was yeah. like, ew, not on my fingers. Oh man, that's um, that breaks my heart because <laughs> guitar is a really dope instrument. I'll probably get back into it one of these days. Yeah, more than likely. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to learn how to play the conga right now, actually. The conga. Yeah, a little the percussion. Tall. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, all the, that's all my uncles play back okay. on the island. You okay. know, I, like I said, I always grew up around Southside merengue music, so mm-hmm. that was the type of percussion that I was always seeing. Okay, there's hand drums everywhere. So yeah, do you own one? Yes, I do. Oh, it's so out in the it's out in the living room nice. right now. How's that going? Uh, slow, very slow. <laughs> <laughs> gotta find yourself a conga teacher. <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah, yeah. My, Someone's gotta be out there doing. My that. uncle's tried. He's tried to teach me a, a couple times, really? but I'm I'm not the the best student. Yeah, not so great with the school stuff. Yeah, man. Just YouTube it, man. YouTube University. Right. Yeah. I know. That's what I need to do. Yeah. So anyway, so the guitar. So you, what uh, what kind of made you pick it up then? <sighs> Did you just want to like expand your Honestly, your repertoire? Yeah, I just wanted. To, I just didn't want to be a one trick pony, mm-hmm. and just picked it up one day, and then YouTube, you know what I mean, and then just taught myself. I was gonna say you you're pretty nice with the with the guitar, my friend. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, it was like literally like no one like threw it in my hands. It's like one day I was like, I'm gonna do this, and then I just rolled with it. Word. Yeah, now I just I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent a part of my identity, but when I was first starting to do music, like most people. First experienced me from just me and guitar, like me and acoustic guitar, which is cool. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it sets a different vibe for people to, to go to also. It does. Man. And it gives you, it makes you more versatile because, like, regardless of, like, what genre of music you do, like, like people, like, unplugged, like, unplugged stuff where you can just, like, sit back uh, and just, like, you know, do a more intimate version of a song that they may or may not like. Yep. But um, this is a fun fact. I remember reading Justin Bieber is the only person to have a number one and number two album on the Billboard charts that was his actual album and then his unplugged album. Oh, damn. Yeah, I can't I can't remember which one it was, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's that's a that's a factual. I didn't statement. even know Justin Bieber had unplugged albums. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he his when he was first coming up, like he was doing like YouTube videos like with like what's well, the story they um, it's hard to tell these days with some fabrication. <laughs> but um, like he would like do cover videos of like guitar like on YouTube, and supposedly I that's how he got that. the start. What? I don't know. I I'm I thought that was common knowledge. I'm totally out of the Bieber loop, honestly. Yeah. 
I'm I'm totally out. It's not I, a bad place to be. I don't. Yeah, you know, out you of the know, Bieber loop. You know, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I stuff. met Justin Bieber one time. How was that, bro? I'm gonna flex again on another story. <laughs> <laughs> Just one light flex for you. One y'all. light, one little little flex. I'm not trying to make this a flex off. But. Dropping a B bomb on you. <laughs> but um, okay, so in 2016, uh, moved out to LA. I was like, I'm done with college. Um. I don't got no girl. I don't got no job. Well, I had a job, but I was like, I was working at Starbucks. And um, but I was like, nothing's tying me down here. I was like, man, let me branch out of Orlando and um and just see the world. You know what I mean? Um LA is the entertainment hub of America, yep. if not the planet. And so let me go there. So um plus uh, a really close friend of mine who eventually became my girlfriend, we moved out there together, kind of. But uh, anyway. Uh, so fast forward, me and my girlfriend, um, uh, super into church. Um, and I guess I was too, even though I was kind of figuring it out at the time, but, um, she's like, Oh, come to my church, such and such day, such and such Sunday. I was like, okay, of course I was stupid late. Um, uh, I, I, another little tidbit is like, I didn't have my car out there with me. I left my car here cause I wasn't sure if I wanted to make LA permits. So like, I'll just leave my car there. I gotcha. Come back and drive it back when I'm ready. You know what I mean? Isn't it kind of ne- necessary to have a car out there though? It is. Yeah, man, it definitely, it definitely gives you points with the girls. That's for sure. Fair enough. Because it's like, all right, babe, let's let's get these these train passes. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and make our way down to <laughs> Hollywood or something. I don't know. But um, so left the car there. Um, uh, bro, I had to take uh, bro, I had to take like two trains and three buses to get to this church. You know, and um, and me, me and my girlfriend at the time were like on the rocks. If you go like we were like our relationship was getting a little shaky, so like I had to like I had to get I had to be there, you know what I mean, just to, for points with her. But um, so got there super late. Um, ended up not even sitting with her and um, snuck in the back and um, it's like the darkest corner of where the church was in the shadows, where oh. no one could see me and I wouldn't get a bunch of people looking like, huh, who's that over there? Who's coming that? In, who's coming that walking in late? In late? Yeah, walking in late. <laughs> Sinner, you, you know got, what I mean? Yeah, like, you know, everybody's gonna judge you walking exactly, in late, exactly. You, you know, know what I mean? Uh, so snuck in, in the back, you can't show up on time for Jesus, <laughs> you can't show up on time for life. Then, <laughs> so snuck in the back, in the very back corner, sat down in the very back, back, back row, and um, and I look, look to my left, little close, like Lily, see where the stool is that I'm mm-hmm. pointing to, not even a foot away. I'm looking to my left, and I was like, man. This girl looks really familiar. I was like, I know I've seen this girl somewhere, and I'm sitting here like looking over, trying not trying to be inconspicuous about it, uh-huh. like looking over like, dang, who is this girl? Like, you know what I mean? Not in like a weird, creepy way. Like, oh, I'm about to talk to her, but it's like, man, this girl looks familiar. Um, so after I kind of just like peered over like more of an angle on the face, had one of those like. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I don't know a proper way to say this without coming up offensive. Um, oh, should I say that word? Like a hood? No, no, no. Like her type of haircut. Her type of haircut. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I was like, she had the side of the head shave with the on on the side. Okay, I got you. Know you. What I mean, like I the little on yes. the side. <laughs> yeah, the the let's everybody. Yeah, know. like <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, so. The, the lights kind of undim because like they come to the part in the service where you're like supposed to like greet people so they undim the lights a little bit and I look I look at that girl again and I'm like oh my gosh it's Justin Bieber 
Bird. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. He has the most he has the most slender bone structure I've ever seen on a male. I was gonna you know say I mean? he does have great bone structure. He does. Super symmetrical face, great hair. Maybe it was the jeans, maybe it was the skinny jeans, but like very no diss to him, but like it was a petite like structure. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, this is no this girl's no girl. Oh my it's God. Justin Bieber. You know, he's with his crew. And so um and I'm just like, oh man, should I say something? I was like, I was I was seasoned in music at that point. I was like, I had I had an EP I put out, I had done really dope music videos. Uh if I do say so myself, like I had a resume at that point. And I was like, man, should I? Is this a golden opportunity? But I'll never forget this. He had he had a look on his face like he just didn't want to be there. Mm. Like he had a look on his face like he had. I've said everyone who I've told this story to, um, I use the same word. Like he had a very underwhelmed look on his face. Gotcha. Like if I'm like I'm underwhelmed with life. Like I wonder why he was there. He, he was dating a girl who was on staff at the church oh. at the time. Yeah, at the time. Interesting. Um, so. Yeah, so he was, and apparently it was like a regular thing for him to just show up randomly like that. Huh. But um, so anyway, it's like just I was like, oh, should I talk to him? Oh, blah. Um, ended up punking out, didn't say a word, and in retrospect, I was like, I should have said something because even if up. he shot me down, I'd be in the same situation I'm in now. Exactly, you know, what I mean? same exact place. Um, but I didn't. I didn't say anything. Can't just, go wrong saying what's up to the Biebs. Yeah, man, I really regret it. Man, if you're listening, Justin Bieber, I don't know if you remember. He's definitely uh, listening right now. Yeah, definitely listening. He probably is. Oh, yeah, I can't imagine sure. why Justin Bieber wouldn't listen to Steve's no, trap house. No, not at all. Be- the Biebs loves trap. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, if you're listening, Justin Bieber, and you remember in 2016 in the heart of L.A. at Zoe Church, somewhere around 10 a.m., uh, <laughs> a tall gentleman of, of African-American descent with a slightly large afro. He, there's no way he... If you saw me, you would not forget me. Like, I had a very distinct look that you could not forget at the time. Oh, like, people remember me. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, Bro, I don't even know how I'm going to finish that. <laughs> if you remember me, then please... I don't know. Reach out. Reach out. Show brother some Show love. Show brother some love. Give me a sh- unshameless plug. I don't know, man. But yeah, that's that's my Justin Bieber story for my tales in LA. So we're d- um, mentioning with the music videos as well. Mm-hmm. When did you start working with cameras, film, that type of stuff? Right. Um, okay. So I've seen some of these videos. You have? They're works, man. Oh, thanks, man. Back when I had a pop phase, I thought I had to be a pop star. Um so I think around 2015, 2014, 2015, um, I reached, uh, you know, why not? Because I'm not petty about it. Um, my homie, I use the term homies loosely, but I'll just say homie because I can't <laughs> think of anything else. Uh, my homie at the time, um, his name was Joe DeSanti. He's still today like one of the best videographers I'm still is he's doing great things and we were supposed to move out to late to LA together and just I guess it just didn't work out but anyway um he was living in Orlando stupid talented he did a lot of music videos for um like death metal the cat is like wanting to come yeah, in yeah I know just close that door close that door back yeah back. sorry kitty um anyway um did a lot of music videos at the time um and he wanted to kind of expand his repertoire so it was, i was doing pop music like i really have any pop music it was right when edm was like kind of a thing like branching over yeah you know, like r&b and all other the genres crossover was happening yeah, yeah you know like neo had a edm song usher yep. had an edm song everyone had to have one so i thought i had to have one and so he heard the song 
through a, a mutual friend, and uh, he's like, yo, I'll do a music video for it. I'm not going to charge your arm and leg for it. Um, the music video, still to this day, one of the best videos I think I've ever done, or we've ever done. I And I, was, I wasn't a writer. Like, I wrote music, but, like, I wasn't, like, out here writing scripts. But, like, I low-key, like, wrote, like, a light script, like, what I wanted to see in the video, and I, and I just kind of fell in love with the process of kind of combining um, music and combining visuals together and creating a story. And, um, and uh, we shot the video. People loved the video. Um, we promoted the crap out of it. I spammed the crap out of it to everyone I'd known in my entire life. And it did fairly well for someone who had never released anything ever. And um, what ended up happening was well, uh, we kind of formed a friendship from that point and we did another music video. This this time around, um, the music video didn't go. It went. The music video was still good. It's still top notch, really high quality. Yeah. But um, the process was a little bit more jarry. And still to this day, I don't know what happened in our relationship. But uh, from that point, I don't know what I did. But he just stopped taking me seriously. It was. Oh man. It, 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 it honestly, I'm still bothered by it to this day. Um, uh, without going into the crazy details, um, I was kind of hurt at the end of the music video. We shot it in 20. We shot it in 2015, right after the, the, the Time and Space music video, a little few months after that, and we didn't end up releasing it till, till about the end of 2016. So, no. Oh, man. Yeah, so it was about a full year. Wow. It took us to finish, or took him to finish editing it with the After Effects and stuff, and I felt like, I felt very disrespected, but it birthed something in me. I was like, you know what? Maybe out of spite, maybe pettiness, I don't know. I was like, I'm going to learn everything I know yep. I can about videography about photography and everything so uh, i don't know man just set you down the rabbit hole yeah just like so i can have more control over the process you know in the future if i ever ended up shooting a music video with anyone else and um and maybe even a small part of me was just like i'm gonna show you joe you know what i mean that that you know i can do it too you know what i mean i feel that i felt like abandoned in the end though you know it works out in the long run because it makes Mm -hmm. you more versatile Mm -hmm. Most definitely, and that can be used with other people in their situations. Yeah. Anything they might need help yeah. with. So it's pretty much my like my job, like my only job now. Word. Like other than doing music, like I do like freelance photography and videography now. Words like like that like that pays my bills, and it's got to be dope to to say too, man. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's definitely hard being like anyone who wants to work for themselves. Like it's it's hard being your own boss and having to go out there and hunt for your own food. Like that that took a while for me to kind of kind of get used to. You got to learn how to get on that grind and keep it moving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna say it's peaches and cream every day because it does kind of. And sometimes I just miss the security and consistency of having a boss. Yep. But um. But yeah, like a camera, music, and and having a camera in my hand is like it's all the money that I ever make. I feel you that. I mean, I feel that. Yeah. And you can be zen doing some stuff that you enjoy at the same time as exactly. well. Exactly. 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 All beautiful things. Yeah, man. So what's next for you, my friend? What is next for me? Um, bro, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, man, well, uh, I feel like I should have said this earlier, but uh, I released a new song uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It's called My Diamond Mind. Um, it's the title track of its entire album. So the single is called My Diamond Mind, but the whole entire album is called My Diamond Mind as well. Word. And um, that's actually the shirt I'm wearing right now. They can't see I it because it's a podcast. I was going to ask too. Yeah, bro. This is, the, this is the, this is the, this is the, well, yeah, there's shirts and this is the, the sweatshirt to commemorate the, the album. A little crew neck action going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let yeah. me some crew. Yeah. And um, 
and yeah, man, like that, I've been working on that project for a long time. Like I released singles in here and there for my first EP, Rockin' the Hard Place, but um, but I had been a long time since I released like an actual project, and um, and I just because I just man, I was just going through it, kind of like that same thing I was mentioning with the um ACL. I felt like I kept tearing my air quote ACL over and over again, yeah. which is different things that are prompts to me from different people and stuff that I thought was like like my moment and my time that just kind of just. And just kind of came crashing down and just kind of slowly but surely started sapping my my hope and my drive to do music. And honestly, started making me resent music a lot in a weird way. And um, I mean, you can get burnt out on a lot of stuff. It, it happens. It wasn't even like it wasn't even like I felt burnt out. I just felt like I just felt it sounds bad. but I felt I, I had I was hopeless. You know what I mean, even with that last story, I hope with Joe just kind of just leaving me out of nowhere and just like like not really giving me an explanation to anything and just kind of leaving me high and dry when I thought we had established this friendship when I thought we were like yo you're gonna become an awesome videographer I'm gonna become an awesome musician we're gonna, we're gonna do conquer the world together yeah. you know what I mean and just kind of like you know out of nowhere just blows up in your face yeah yeah and I was like man what is going on and just a lot of different series of unfortunate events would happen and um but it birthed you know some really awesome songs one of some of the most transparent songs that um that I've ever written in my diamond mind was the first one was the the catalyst to the whole thing and next for me is just to to push this new project it's it's finished it's signed sealed and delivered just um starting the wave with um you know marketing and, and publishing and stuff like that and the first step was releasing that first single two weeks Most ago definitely. you can get that on spotify itunes apple music yeah. soundcloud everything it's on there yeah, um, yeah. you know actually it's kind of a special moment because I, I literally haven't announced it until just now damn yeah yeah, I, I, yeah. Do, 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 do. okay yeah trap house exclusive <laughs> exclusive exclusive yeah man oh and hold on um, let me let me hit him with it one time because uh, uh, the button I don't, I don't even think they're ready for it no they ain't uh, ready they ain't ready oh my god yeah <laughs> it's that, so appropriate that last one cracked at the end did it really a little bit there was a peak okay just one more maybe not i'm over it okay i'm, I'm not over it's it. up to you your hand is th- <laughs> Never over that shit. That shit never it's gets such old. an obnoxious horn that everyone loves. I it's know so weird. it's the only thing that is such a blatant disregard for everybody else's ears, mm-hmm. and everybody enjoys it whenever it's played. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know so, that air horn. It's yeah, a beautiful thing. Friendly air horn. Anyway, so yeah, my diamond mind. That's what's up. Yeah, man. Um, my diamond mind. Um, so real quick story about uh, this sweatshirt. Um, it has. This is called hiragana. You can't see at home, but my shirt has uh, hiragana on it. And um, again, to like the anime thing, like I've always loved anime. And even beyond that, like um, like just Japanese culture, like yes, in general. You I know agree. What I mean, like they they are just they run on a mutual an, a nonverbal mutual agreement for everyone of respect. Yep. You know what I mean? Even even their organized crime is like like it's respect. You yep. know what I mean? And it's just it's just great over there. At one point, I want to get out there. 
Um, same dog. Around the same time when, bro, we should go. Yes, most. We definitely. should go to Japan. I'm trying. I was trying to plan a trip to Europe this next year, like mm-hmm. this next summer. Mm-hmm. But I think Japan is next on that list. Bro, let me know, bro. And I'm telling you right now, let if Europe know. does, if Europe doesn't work out, or excuse me, I can't talk apparently. If Europe doesn't work out, mm-hmm. then I'm definitely going to Japan. I'll instead. be on the first thing smoking. But that's the Japan. thing. Like I can't go to Japan for a short amount of time. If I go there, I have to be, there, be there from at least. Two weeks minimum to maybe like a month. Say like a month. Yeah, yeah for sure. At least a month. A month would be the the prime way to do it for yeah, sure. Yeah, um, I even started. Uh, bro, I started learning Japanese. Started taking Japanese lessons online. Really? Yes. Ooh. Another another little known fact about me is okay. I, I I know roughly what you would consider first and second grade English. I know first and second grade. Japanese. Hey, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. get by better than I can. That's for sure. Yeah, man. Like uh, I don't even know like when it was really birthed. Like one day I was just like, I want to learn this. You know what I mean? And oh, actually, I do know because like I was, I always watch anime and subtitles. Like if you're a hardcore anime Same. lover, yeah. like yeah, it's, it's like subs over dubs all day, baby. So, unless it's like specific titles that like like the Full Metal Alchemist, Cowboy Bebop, one of my favorite old school yep. titles. Um, and I'm still uh, I'm actually rewatching Bebop as we speak. I've watched Bebop. I've rewatched Bebop like ten times. It gets better with time. It's mm-hmm. like a fine wine. It it, is it just like blo- sweet. Oh my guess that's yes. what I'm saying. Like you get I closure. I do love you know like a couple long a longer animes, but mm-hmm. it's like Bebop and Champloo, like those mm-hmm. things that are just short to the point. Yeah, done. Yeah, you're in, you're out, and it's yeah. and it's timeless, and you don't overkill everything that could happen with the concept that's fact and i feel like the funimation i think who did the dubbing like they got the voiceovers right yeah nothing pisses me off more like when i'm not convinced by the voice coming out of the character which is usually why i default to japanese because it's their baby they created it you know what i mean but um yeah so like one day i was like man i watch so much anime and you think with all like the ungodly amount of hours i've watched anime my subconscious mind would have picked up some kind of japanese yeah but i can't i can only i could only like remember like two words but it's like nani nani yeah or like that's mine fist of a north star you know what i mean which means uh what does it mean it means you're already dead oh word oh word that's cold yeah so you say that like when you're about to just curb stomp your enemy okay and he's done i'm taking that from you know what i mean yeah bro strike hard yes Uh, fear in the heart of your enemies yes Mm -hmm. so your sweater oh yeah so my sweater it it says a rough translation it says my diamond mind in a little it forms like a little window gotcha Um, but the actual pronunciation is um which basically means my diamond I'll give you an explanation. This word kokoro is basically an Eastern term for the functioning unit of your heart, your mind, and your soul. Uh, like they don't think like in Eastern culture, like they don't think uh, like we say mind, and usually Americans will think, oh, it's your head, like your brain, it's yeah. in your mind. You know what I mean? Um, but in Asian and uh, Asian culture and Eastern culture, like it's all one functioning unit. Exactly. Like your heart, what you feel, what you think. And your soul, like what influences and drives you, like is all one thing. You know what I mean? And um, and I just I just loved that. I love I love that. And it was it was honestly it was it was very parallel to a lot of the points I was trying to get off with the album. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna make my merch 
in Japanese. Like, uh, and I was learning it, so I was like, why the heck not? Flex. You know what I mean? Flex. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I printed this thing out, and no one really understood it at first, but like, I was like, yo, that's dope. You know what I mean? And it just, it's an awesome conversation. It looks fun. You know what I mean? Thanks, man. Uh, it's an awesome conversation starter. Um, and I'm, I'm really proud of it. And like, this is this, everything from the merch that commemorates the project to the project itself and the music and the lyrics, like it, it's all cohesive and reflective to like where my life was, you know, not was, is, you know what I mean? And, and I'm just stupid proud of it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just really proud of it. And um, like, yes, I hope to God that like this album becomes something, you know, and like, like, you know, like, like people hear it and listen and appreciate it and the movement, the brand that is McKinney Griffin grows. But, um, but like I feel like this project like is like my one gem. Like if I died tomorrow, like yo, like this is my like my Sistine Chapel. I feel that the this. piece de resistance. Yeah, piece de resistance. I feel that. But um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm I don't have a release date yet, um, because I'm really kind of I'm testing the waters. Just not even testing the waters. I know I'm gonna release it eventually, but um, my Diamond Mind single, like I'm still I'm still kind of getting it all out there and like putting my ducks in a row because like, I really want to do everything right this time. Like I want to take the culmination of all the knowledge that I've learned over the years since I started doing music and kind of put it into this project to just put my best foot forward. Yeah. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of, there's a lot of fear that goes along with that, you know, because I definitely don't want it to be like the tree that fell in the woods. You know what I mean? That I feel that. No one hears, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's just like, like I definitely don't want to be overprotective of it and end up, being stagnant from the, what do you call it, uh, paralysis of perfection. Most definitely. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to find a balance of that. But uh, yeah, uh, my Diamond Mind, the first single is the, is the, the beginning to all that. You That's know what what's I mean? up. So, it's going to work out, yeah, bro. Probably. Most Thank definitely. You. Most definitely. It's going to be you. beautiful. Glass half full. Yes. Uh, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, man. We should, uh, we should make some moves and whatnot. For sure. Yes, indeed. Please. Mm. Go ahead and shout out your social medias and uh, all the other things again. Cool. Uh, social media, uh, Instagram, McKinney Griffin, M-C-K-N-N-E-Y-G-R-I-F-F-I-N. It's my government name, so it can't be confused with anything else. Twitter, I'm on Twitter. I tweet a lot, McKinney777. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on SoundCloud. Just look up McKinney Griffin. It's all there. Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify. I'm even on Tidal. Uh, I don't even think anyone really. I don't even really get much revenue at all from Title. But on Title, on Google Play, I'm on all that. If you just Google my Kenny Griffin, you can see all my old stuff, past stuff, and the new single that I just released, My Diamond Mind. And yeah, I hope you love it. It'll definitely bless your soul. And uh, you already know. You already know. Yes. Beautiful. Yo, I want to thank my homie McKinney for coming into the trap oh, house today. Thank you for having me, man. I'm I'm like really appreciative of being here. Did you enjoy yourself? I did enjoy myself. Okay, this is the good. first thing like this I've I've ever done. I was like, huh, I wonder what it'll be like. But not too, like, it's not too bad, right? No, nah, actually, I I I like I enjoy talking. You know what I mean about anything. You know what I mean. I just I just enjoy this. Like you know what I mean. This, this is not something I really do. You know, and so it's a good change of pace. I feel that. I feel yeah, that. Man. But you did quite well, sir. Thank you. You did well. Appreciate it. It's just conversation. That's what I love about this. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's chill. It's, it's casual for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Until we get to the psychoanalysis and all that. <laughs> Anyways, though, I want to thank the homie McKinney for coming in. Please support the man. Show him some love on his music, especially new project on the way. My diamond mine. Be on the lookout for that. Check out that new single as well. Show him some love on all the fronts, yo. Listen to the music. Show him some love on social media and everything. 
Gotta support our peeps. You already know. Creatives have to support creatives. I always say it. And with all that being said, you can follow me personally on Twitter at the Steez Trap and on Instagram at the Steez Trap. And with all that good shit aside, we are out of here for today. Take care of each other. Much peace and love, y'all.